Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia St. Paul head coach Shannon Courier. I'm Wally Langfellow. Welcome once again. As we wind down this 2018 season, Coach, your club now 4-5 and five on the season, 2-3 and three in the South Division. And I know as you look at the score, 52-24 loss to Augustana last weekend, I don't think that that game was as lopsided as the score would indicate because end of the third quarter, you guys had an opportunity to possibly pull within seven points and it kind of got away from you in the fourth. Yeah, it wasn't uh, as bad as the score indicated. You know, we had a, a fairly competitive first half, and then right before the break, you know, we had the the punt return for a touchdown, and that really, you know, changed momentum and gave them a two-score lead going into the, the halftime. You know, there's a lot of research that indicates, you know, teams that score right before the half, that's a huge momentum boost, of course, and we just couldn't overcome that. And then, you know, come on in the second half, we – you know, flirted with the two touchdown lead. We're trying to get to a one score lead. We just couldn't, you know, break that point to get down by one because uh, there's a lot of things in this game that can happen, and you know, teams can score a couple of touchdowns pretty quickly. You know, in a game, we just we just couldn't do it. Yeah, offensively, um, I know you switched quarterbacks. You went to Max Hutton. Uh, tell me a little bit about the decision that went into that and what you saw in his play. Well, Max is a kid has been here for quite a long time. He's been here the whole time I've been here. And and he's been a real high performer. You know, last year he had a nice year till he broke his his uh, clavicle at Wayne State. Um, going to the the summer, he had a phenomenal summer, made every workout, and it was com- real competitive with between him and Dom throughout the the summer and in the fall camp. And uh, you know, Dom had proven that you know we thought he was more accurate you know early on in the year and um, brings tremendous leadership and a calmness to to the offense. And we just haven't been firing all cylinders recently. And, you know, we, we've been throwing Maxon in here and there in series. But um, so it's it's not a shock that we were going to play him some. And then when he went in there and had the spark that he did, you know, we just continued to, to let him play. And I thought, you know, he did a solid job. Our staff recognized him as the offensive player of the week this week. And he's a team captain going into Southwest State. And, um, you know, we have two capable quarterbacks and, and we'll see how the season still progresses here. But uh, I was real, you know, I was fairly happy with what Maxon did, and we're looking forward to seeing him um, do some more. How did uh, Dom handle it? Yeah, Dom's a real strong leader, um, a, a mature young man. He's been through a lot in his career, um, so he's he's handled real well. He's he's certainly still in our our plans. He's you know trying to get the spot back and work hard. And you know, anytime there's competition, any position, it just heightens the intensity in practice. So. You know, he's had a great week of practice this week uh, because he wants to show that he's still the guy. And, uh, again, he brings a lot of good attributes as well, and most likely, you know, he'll be in the mix in some case too, kind of like we were doing with Maxson. But um, I think he's handled very well. Yeah, and I, I noticed it on the sideline right after when you made the when you made the switch. Um, he was the first guy clapping his hands when Max hooked up the long touchdown pass. Well, and that's the type of kid he is, and that's – it's hard to do. You know, you see it at every level, and you know, to be a team player is hard to agree or, you know, support a coach's decision such as that is hard to do. But, you know, that's that's how you handle business. That's a great 
um, lesson for a lot of other guys. You know, many people you know, would sulk and, and feel sorry for themselves, but you know, you're right. He was very uh, supportive of Max, and they worked together well. And Max has done the same too when when Don has been out there. So I've been impressed with with both young men and how they've handled the situation this year because that's a real delicate position. You know, when do you make the move? If you make a move, um, you have to give your quarterback support too because they need that that confidence from the, the coaching staff because everybody else is going to question our play at times. So, you know, we, we put a lot of thought on this, a lot of discussion. And as we move forward, I'd expect them both to have, um, you know, impact on our games. And we want to try to find a way to use them both. And the good news for you is that Max is only a junior this year. So you'll have an opportunity to use him next year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Maxon's only progressed. You know, he's shown a lot more desire this year than I've ever seen from him. Um, you know, you, we're just trying to get them both to really get our offense under control. We really have a great understanding of all the different options in a particular pattern to really get comfortable with protection. So we're making sure slide protection is the correct way, you know, and, and just being more accurate. You know, there's, there's things that are out there in games that we need to hit for us to take that next step as an offense. And we, you know, 21 points is not good enough. We don't want to average 21. We want to have our average up to 28 at least. And uh, so we, you know, it, the quarterback always gets you know more credit when things go well, and they get more blame more, more when blame. they don't. <laughs> Is that exactly? But you know we want them to continue to play at a higher level so we can we can be more productive as an offense. And it's always hard to make that decision, I'm sure. And as you said, you guys put a lot of thought into it. Um, how did the club respond to Max uh, Max, and as opposed to uh, Dama? Were, was everybody on board? Absolutely. You know our players are been very good about just buying in you know that's that's also hard to do but uh they've handled you know all situations well we spent a lot of time you know talking about how to handle different situations you know in in life within our team and you know they they just want to they're ready to go out there and catch a ball whoever's throwing it you know they believe in both those guys uh but but i think when things have been kind of stagnant it gave them a sense of hey let's see what this guy can do you know and i feel like they responded well and when you go in there and make a big pass like he did, you know, that creates more energy and the game's about momentum. You know, so one big play can lead to others and you could sense the, the entire team felt that spark after that seventy five yard touchdown uh, route that was caught by Jake Chepley. And then, you know, all of a sudden we almost had a turnover, you know, before the as the third quarter expired and the play went into the fourth quarter and you know, there was some controversial situations there, but well, um, well, let me clear that up. The third quarter ended, and the play still went on. <laughs> absolutely, I, never, I haven't seen that before. Where um, the the clock, the play wasn't stopped at the end of the quarter, but we were right there within a you know yeah, you were uh, you know a few yards from maybe having an opportunity to close the game into a one score game, but that didn't work out that way. Um, but anyway, uh, I, the players have handled it well, and we're excited just to see what what transpires as we move forward and, and i gotta say something i was on the sideline you've, you've invited me to be on the sidelines this year several times um boy you got an energetic group i'll say that i mean you were down by three touchdowns going on four and it looked pretty gloomy and uh these guys are uh <laughs> they bring it <laughs> they really bring it well and that's something we talk a lot about you know one of our themes and in, in our pillars of success is being red and that means being relentless enthusiastic and full of desire and I think that was an attribute that was improved here this past week, even with the losses. We had a lot more energy on the sidelines, you know, more guys that were into the game, engaged in the game. And, and we tell the guys, even the guys that are red shirting that aren't playing, you know, their energy 
good or bad impacts the guys playing. So I, I really was happy with the improvement that we made there. And that's one thing that, that we aren't doing is quitting, you know, and um, it's easy to do when things aren't going well, but I felt and I've, you know, all year long, there's not been a time in a game where our players have quit on us and uh, real happy about them trying to, you know, give it everything they have while they're out there. Uh, and obviously we wanted, that's not, you know, good enough for us to feel good about things because we want to win games. But at the same time, we do appreciate the fact that these guys keep playing for us. Okay. Um, speaking of guys, we're going to talk to a couple of your players coming up next. We're going to hear from Jake Ports. He is a redshirt freshman linebacker. And we'll also hear from John Damro, uh, senior tight end. That's coming up next here on the Coaches Show with head coach Shannon Courier. Stay tuned. High school football scoreboard coming up. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. We're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show. Wally Langford along with head coach Shannon Courier with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. And we're joined now by a couple of his players. Jake Ports, he is a redshirt freshman linebacker out of Plainfield, Illinois. And John Damro, he is a senior tight end out of Delavan, Wisconsin. We'll start out with you, John. Um, Delavan, Wisconsin. How do you get from Delavan, Wisconsin to uh, Concordia, St. Paul? Yeah, um, I actually transferred in here last summer out of high school. I went to UW-Madison. Um, I decided I want to try the bigger school rather than the small school in the football, and I got super lucky to walk on the team there um, after fall camp started. I did two years of scout team there, and then I took a year off, and my high school teammate was on the team here and let me know that they wanted some tight ends, so I checked it out, and it ended up being a great fit for me. So came up here and haven't looked back since. Talk about your experience here so far. What uh, what you've liked the most about it and what's what's appealed to you? Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome up here. I truly didn't know until I got here. That's probably the case for a lot of guys, but... Um, I fell in love with it more than I ever thought I would. Um, right away, I got to move in a house with some friends rather than the dorm life because I was, a, you know, third, fourth year college student. So it was good to get to know a lot of the guys right away. Um, the work is—it's a grind and it's fun, though. You know, um, my experience at Division One and 
comparing it to here, it's all really similar. The weight room, um, the way the strength coaches run the program, and the amount of time guys put into it and everything, it's kind of a similar atmosphere, which is just really exciting. It makes me feel like we're on the right path for a lot of stuff. And the opportunity to play, that had to be right at the top of your list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was definitely a big thing. Uh, For me, I came in kind of as a second, third string guy, and then due to injuries, I was able to play a lot last year. And then this year, I was kind of able to own the role of the starter and continue on with that. And, um, yeah, for sure. From Delavan, that probably makes you a Packer fan. Absolutely. Oh, Lord. Yep, just like head coach. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a, that's probably why he recruited you. <laughs> Absolutely. And sure. Ask him sometime to tell you the Aaron Rodgers story. He'll... All right, I will. Okay. All right, uh, let's switch over. Let's talk to John a little bit, or uh, talk to uh, Jake a little bit. Um, Jake, you come to us from outside of Chicago. Um, give us a little bit of background on why you chose Concordia. Uh, well, Concordia was actually my uh, first Division II offer right out of high school. They always stayed consistent with me, even uh, when other schools were talking to me. Uh, that really stood out to me a lot. Uh, Coach Monk was literally, he became like one of my best friends in uh, the recruiting process, and uh, I really liked him a lot as a person. And I knew, uh, I already knew he was a great coach. I knew Coach Curry was a great coach. And I uh, had an opportunity to play early here, so that was a big impact too. Something that also brought me here was just the coaches actually care about you as a person. Uh, some programs uh, will just, you know, kind of treat you as like, um, just a workhorse, you know, just pounding you in the ground until you're, nothing's left, you know. And uh, some programs just care about winning, but the coaches here, they do care about winning, but um, they also care about you as a person. They want to get you a job uh, when everything's done uh, with football. And um, I I guess you could say I came here for the coaches. Tell me a little bit about um, the defensive philosophy here and how you've, um, how you've been able to adapt to that. Uh, well, uh, when I first came here, Coach Mack was uh, – the original D coordinator, D coordinator that uh, offered me, um, but he uh, found another opportunity at a different school. Um, and uh, Coach Stern was brought in by Coach Career. Um, I didn't know much about him when I first came in, but um, I've I've learned to grow and love him, uh, just like I like all the other coaches. And he's a real solid coach. He knows what he's doing. He's got everything uh, down to the simplest detail, check in every situation that you need to, and all that. And uh, I just really respect him now and uh, look up to him, and um, he's he runs a solid defense, as you can see. It's really picked up in the last couple of years compared to uh, what it has been in the past. And, and speaking of which, um, you know, as a redshirt freshman, obviously you've got some time ahead of you still here, um, and it looks to me, certainly from the outside looking in, that things are going the right direction. Uh, is that make you excited for the next couple of years here? Uh, yes, sir. It makes me very, very excited because I know um, – a lot of our defense is young right now, um, mostly redshirt freshmen, um, except for a couple seniors. Um, but uh, we're just reloading every year, I feel like. Um, coaches are bringing in new guys that fit the right spots and um, bringing in more depth to help back up the guys that are playing now. Let's go back over to John. Um, talk a little bit about um, last weekend. Um, football game that boy I, you guys had your opportunities uh and it just uh it just slipped away but um tell me about what what some of the talk was after that game knowing that there were opportunities you know the score certainly didn't indicate that it was a close game but i know it was a lot closer than that score showed yeah absolutely um it was it was a tough one for sure because it felt like we played a pretty good game 
all around on offense and defense. And then really what got us, we had a couple big plays on special teams that didn't go our way. There was a punt return that we gave up that was brutal. And then um, our kick return team wasn't giving the offense any field position. So special teams played a huge role in that. Um, ended up putting the score much bigger than what it felt like as we were playing there on offense and defense. We were hanging right with them. Scoring points, our defense was getting stops left and right. And it was exciting to be out there. And then when you just see special teams give up points like that, it's kind of deflating. So we're focusing a lot on details for special teams this week as well as we do all the time. But it kind of got emphasized after that game. And you can't say it, and Coach can't say it, but I thought the officiating was terrible. But that's just that's just me. Um, all right, let me, uh, let me ask you uh, one final question. Um, talk about this week uh, going down to Southwest. You guys have got the same record. Um, I mean, this is an opportunity, really, to get to that next level, to show where you guys are at. Do you look at it that way? Absolutely. We're really excited for this matchup. Um, this is one of the two teams we beat last year, so we have a lot of confidence going in, but we do know that they're a much better team as we are as well, seeing that they have our same record. Um, they're scoring a ton of points on offense. I know they have one of the top-ranked quarterbacks and wide receivers. And on defense, they're going to be bringing a lot of pressure, and we're preparing for that, and we're excited to go down there and do our thing. Uh, Jake, same question to you. Um, talk about that, the fact that you're fa- facing one of the top quarterback-receiver combos in the conference. Um, well, in this conference, there's no easy wins. Um, every team is just as good as the next. It feels like every week is a must-win. And um, we know that they got a lot of uh, different weapons on offense. Um, and um, much respect for them. Um, they've been working hard. They've really improved from last year, uh, from what I've seen. I didn't play against them last year. Obviously, I was a red shirt. But um, from what I've seen just on film and uh, from watching them last year, they've really improved a lot, and uh, it'll be a good challenge for us as a defense. All right, guys. Well, good luck this weekend and uh, through the end of the season, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk to you again. Thanks All right. for having us. All right, they are Jake Ports and John Damro here on Minnesota Score Radio's presentation of the Coaches Show. We'll be back with more, including a high school football update coming up next right here on Minnesota Score Radio. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. 
Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And the Coaches Show continues with Concordia St. Paul head coach Shannon Courier. I'm Wally Langfellow, coach. Um, you guys are headed to Southwest State for tomorrow. I know last year it was one of your two wins on the season. Uh, what do you know about this Southwest State club? Southwest State's an improved football team from even the beginning of the season, certainly a year ago. Uh, their quarterback, Mr. Gimble, uh, he was a senior last year, I think a, f- a fifth-year senior, and he had a knee injury or maybe it was a shoulder injury. But he was able to get a year back and came back so that he's a real quality quarterback, poised, athletic, makes good throws, been in the system a long time, has had a lot of success there. And they got some, you know, some other guys that are playing well. A solid offensive line, a great offensive scheme. You know, so they've been able to move the football, and they seem to be trending upward. And then on defense, they have eight starters back from a year ago, a new defensive coordinator. In fact, he coached at Concordia for some time, does a phenomenal job. Um, they're an odd front, you know, a lot of pressure. Um, they cause havoc. And, you know, we're going to have to play well to, to get a win. What is uh, the offensive game plan going into Southwest? What types of things do you need to do? Well, it's going to be a – you know, a rainy game potentially, they say 80% chance of rain here this weekend. And, and uh, like any game, we want to be able to run the football. But, you know, things that have haunted other offenses this year against that team is they've given up sacks and they've tried to take deep shots. And we just have to make sure that we're putting our quarterback in a situation where he has a protection, you know, maybe something that's more high percentage and quicker. We have to be able to run the football, you know, and commit to the run and uh, be patient. You know, for example, you know, they make have an extra guy come through here or there on some of our gap schemes, and, and we just have to keep believing that, hey, soon we have a chance to pop a big one And because when you bring pressure, there's a chance you can get a crease in the defense. So I think it's and, – and finally, turnovers. You know, we've been really struggling with turnovers. We've had know, 14, 15 turnovers in the last four games. And I did a study this week, and every turnover um, in college football, maybe it's the NFL as well, but each turnover is worth a minus four points. So every time we turn a ball over – it's minus four. You know, if it if the turnover happens closer to one of the goal lines, you know, it's it's minus four point two five. You know, so you know, we've really trying to heighten the awareness of, of turnovers. We do a lot of different things within, you know, drills to to ball security. Uh, but you know, it could be an old lineman missing a block like it happened on Saturday and the quarterback gets cracked as he's throwing it, the ball's picked up for a you know, a scoop and score. You know, so it's it's not just on a ball carries, but offensively we just have to get dialed in and do what we're supposed to be doing, you know, be more detailed in our approach, focus on being disciplined in our assignments, our footwork, and that's where we have to heighten things to, to, for us to perform better. Well, um, since you mentioned turnovers, let's go down that route. Uh, you guys turned the ball over three times on Saturday against Augustana. Only one cost you points, and that was, as you said, the scoop and score that they got. The flip side of that, though, is Marcus Haskins had another two picks. He's phenomenal. I mean, this kid didn't really play. He, your defensive back uh, out of Cottage Grove, and he has uh, really shined through this year as a, as a redshirt freshman. Yeah, he's been in position to make some plays, certainly. You know, playing corners more than just cover. You know, a lot of people look at, hey, uh, the interceptions, but, you know, we need our corners to be you know, disciplined in their zone coverages. They need to be physical tacklers. Um, and he, he's certainly getting a lot of good statistics and playing very well as our defensive part of the week. But going back to the turnover piece, you know, we had that the first turnover was at about the 50. It was second down. You know, we were down seven, and all of a sudden that's where the field position changed. You know, we stopped him, but they punted, and we're backed up at the one. Right. And then we couldn't produce a first down, which then led to the, the punt return for a touchdown. So, you know, even though only one was a direct score, the scooping score – you know, the second turnover also uh, hampered us there with, with the field position. 
So we really have to do a better job of, of securing the football. And, you know, when our defense does make plays like they did and set us up for scores, we just can't trade that. You know, we want to have an advantage. You know, the, the plus turnover ratio is where we want to get to. We started the year off, you know, with plus three, plus four for a few games. And for whatever reason, we just have not been able to secure the football. And it was good to see us take it away a couple times this past week. But, you know, we want to get in a plus size turnover share finishing the season. Yeah, and you did get uh, those two picks and um, turn both of them into touchdowns, oh, by the way. They both led immediately to score. So I'm the silver lining here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and it's, we're optimistic, too. And, you know, it's, it's a line where you, you try to walk as a coach. You, you know, we're certainly optimistic and we're also realistic. And, um, you know, it's, uh, but the bottom line is turnovers, you know, hurt you. And, yeah. you know, I've learned that the value is minus four points, and that even helps me understand how significant a turnover can be. Yeah, sabermetrics coming into uh, college football in the turnover game, huh? Well, wasn't wasn't I that figured that out? But I'm I'm least capable of uh, researching and finding out <laughs> the answers if I don't know. So <laughs> that, that's that's what counts. All right, as, as you look at um, this uh, game tomorrow against Southwest State. Um, you talked about offensively what you guys are going to have to do. Let's flip it. Um, what are some of the defensive things that, uh, uh, strategy-wise, that you think you're going to end up doing? The first priority is to, to have a good first down play. You know, we have to keep them in second-long situations because if we're going to give up a decent chunk on first down, it's going to be real difficult to stop their offense because they can be firing all cylinders. You know, they have some big receivers. They, they have a good run game. They run pin-pull inside zone. Um, their their quarterback again is capable of throwing a football. They they do a good job of you know mixing things up. You know Corey Sauter, the former NFL quarterback and Gopher quarterback, their head coach and offensive coordinator, um, and they do a great job. So it's really critical that we have a, a quality play on first down and get them into a second and long situation. And I think that's the key. And then then second of all, we we do have to take the ball away from them and get pressure on their quarterback. Uh, last week we didn't get the pressure we needed, so we need to win some one-on-ones, and uh, just be disciplined in our assignments, you know, making sure we're lined up in the right technique. Uh, and, and I think on defense, that's what we're noticing the most. We have quality players, but we have to get them now to always be doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing and eliminate busts, um, and eliminate poor technique, and, and you know, we can play a lot better defense yet once we do those things. You've got two football games left tomorrow and then next week at Winona. Do you have a message that you've been trying to impress upon the kids uh, this, this last couple weeks of the season? You know, we're trying to step up the urgency, honestly, and, and not put pressure on them because, you know, players don't perform under pressure. But, you know, this is an important game. You know, this is a chance for us to get to 500 again. We still want to win, you know, have a winning record coming out of the season. Um, that's within our reach yet. Uh, so we focused on just more urgency, you know, to, get, to make it more enjoyable. It's a, it's a challenge every week late in the season. People are banged up. People are tired. It's been a long go. You know, our freshmen get up 5.30 a.m., Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, so it's it gets to be a grind. So we're trying to make it as fun as we can. We've cut back some periods this week in practice just to, you know, to, I guess, take some wear and tear off their bodies. And, you know, the shorter practice with more energy is always better. We had a great week of practice this week. Um, so I hope that translates to, to victory on Saturday. And then, again, just attention to detail. You know, that I think that that's always the case. But we need to do a better job of it. It's not – one thing to say it, we got to find ways to actually, you know, be more cognizant of what we're supposed to be doing. And how hard is it to go on the road? You know, it's always a challenge. You know, it's uh, it's easier to play at home. You got it, the home field advantage, of course, 
but uh, you know when you're on the road, you just gotta you gotta make it home. You know you gotta find a way to make that venue your home slate. And uh, we have a a one game streak right now on the road, and we need to extend the streak to two. All right. Well, good luck tomorrow. We'll talk to you again next week. Oh, thank you. All right. He is Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Lankfeld. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Coaches Show here on Minnesota Score Radio. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.